Uh, I Wait, mean, hold on, you guys. What? One of these wasn't on. One of what was on? I don't on? think his was on. Check, check, check. Number three. Check, 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 check. Yeah. Check, 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 Take two. Yeah, we're here, and I am pumped. <laughs> you know what's funny? And it's is recording. We, we just had a conversation we about. We just had a conversation check. about when when I see your face when we start recording, and you have this look of, of concern, and see and yeah. hesitation, and then you're looking at all the cameras, making sure they're recording. And I was kind of making fun of you about that, and then we're five minutes into this conversation, I realized that <laughs> your mic is not turned on. My mic wasn't on. <laughs> oh. Woo! All right, so here we are. It's working now. Now we can go through all. We we were I, we were in conversation. Neckface is here. By the way, thanks for coming. I made it. You made it. And and you with a gift, we're going through this again. Yeah, he gave us a it. gift. Um, and this is explain. We love it. But this go ahead. is a print that uh, released probably a year ago, maybe not even that. And um, this one is one that's going to release on Black Friday. But this is a, uh, the exact print that I did when I first got to art school when I was like 18 years old. And I have, what I, obviously my style has gotten a little, or technique has gotten a little bit better. But uh, I did like an updated version of this, of the Devil Slam Dunking, but this is the original that it was inspired from. And now we're gonna release it on Black Friday. And yeah, just uh, I think little, little Wait, kid. Wait, Black Friday, Black Friday is coming on. Yeah, 25th. But it's out now. Yeah, it's out now. <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, little kid, uh, little neck would be psyched that this is finally getting in rotation and getting into the hands of, of people now. Because Got it. when this was made, I didn't know anybody. Right, so we and discussed... You went, you, went to, you went to art school, but felt like the school experience wasn't helpful to your career. It was more that you went to New York. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So new going to New York was like the best part of going to art school. <laughs> so I'm still kind of blown away you didn't learn anything. Well, the them. I mean, the main thing that I learned was that a lot of kids that are there are not there because they want to do art. They are there to make their parents happy. Oh. That they went to a you know, it's like when you're in school and you like pick like a class that you think is going to be super easy just to get like a grade. Yeah, I never went to school, so I, I've heard about that. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's a thing that happens. Yeah. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, so all these kids, were, they just weren't like, you know, they weren't down. Like, for example, I'd be like, I'd stay after class and I'd like be painting stuff and I'd be painting like these big old like things and like all these kids would walk by and they'd be like what are you doing what are you doing like what's that for like what class is that for and i'd be like it's not for any we're, we're in art school where you should yeah. be wanting to do art i'm just painting because i like painting yeah. i'm just doing it. they're like whoa weirdo like what do you do? like weirdo yeah like they in art school yeah painting. They were, yeah they were like amazed that i was doing like work on my own and not for for school right i was like dude this is like backwards over here that blows my mind, but it also, now that I've been around so long and been in so many different uh, 
you know, the art expression sort of things. I do find a lot of people, even in the successful uh, section of certain art forms, might not be that hardcore about it. And it always blows my mind because I'm like, the only way that I got good at skateboarding was because I was possessed by it. That's how you get good at it. Fuck whoever is like, they dabble from time to time and become this huge success story. Like it has to be your whole life. Yep. So whenever I see anybody, like I go to art school, I pay a lot of money and I'm like, man, give or take. What the fuck is going on <laughs> in your life to yeah. not be deadly serious about it? Yeah. But it's, you were. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was serious about it and I was like, you know, I was just, that's just what I love to do. I always, I always tell people, I'm like, even if I didn't have this whole like career going on, I would still be painting. Just, right. You know, it's just it's like the same thing with like, I think with skating, like I'm not the best skater, but I'm still going to be skating for the rest of my life because right. I, I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I remember being like a younger, like super young and being like, man, whatever I got to do to keep skating, like that's what I'm going to do. If I got to <laughs> work amazing. this fast food restaurant and like flip burgers or whatever, and then I'll, at least I'll be able to skate at night, like whatever, you know what I mean? Like skating and like painting is like, you know, I would still be doing even if none of this was going on. Right. Flipping burgers. How long were you flipping burgers? To- I wasn't flipping burgers, but I said... If said I, he would. If oh, I, okay. If I had to flip burgers at long, as long as I could skate at night, then I would be down. But How'd you, you get... Go ahead. You said you were already... Uh, you started actually selling art, like making money as an artist while in college. And it was like, well, I came to college to figure out how to make a living at it. I'm already making a living at it. Um, how did that start though? How did you first start to? All right. So that started with, um, one of it starts with skating. Of course I was skating outside of the dorm, just doing flat ground, like after class or whatever, like skating outside of the dorm. And then this other kid named Eric came up and he was like, you know, he was skating too. And he was like, Hey, you want to go skate this? And I was like, all right. And we went and skated like under the FDR or something. And then, um, and then we just would meet up outside of the dorm and like skate. And then he was like, Hey, you want to go to Brooklyn to go to this, this house party? I was like, all right, I've never been to Brooklyn. Let's go. And so I went with this fool. And, uh, at that party is where I met like a lot of my friends that I'm still friends with to this day. And those dudes were already, they were a little bit older, maybe like two or three years older. And they had already like had art shows and stuff. And they're like, Hey, we're having an art show over here want to be in it, you know? And, and wow. I had already like gone like a whole, like a year and a half, not knowing anyone in New York and just running around writing on everything, like doing my graffiti everywhere. So by the time I met people, they were like, Oh, that's you. Like, Oh, doing graffiti as neck face. Yeah. They were like, you, Oh, you're, you're him. And then they actually like checked out my work and they were like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, like you're not just this dude that does this stuff. You also like do paintings and stuff. Yeah. We'll have you in the show. And then, like, sold my first piece. and At and, that show? Uh, yeah, probably at that show. But, like, you know, then, then we just started, like, doing it a lot. And we were, like, you know, skating around, handing out flyers, inviting people to the shows and stuff. And just doing, like, just doing, like, weird stuff to, like, get people psyched on coming to an art show. Like, buy a bunch of cigarettes and be, like free cigarettes or something, you know, like <laughs> just like weird, weird shit, you know? And, and it's an um, interesting angle. And, yeah. And then like, uh, 
and then people would show up and yeah, it just started snowballing. Oh, you, you have stuff in this show. Hey, you want to be in this one? And then it was like, yeah, I started like making money, being in magazines. And then all of this ha was happening while I was still in school. And then school basically just started getting in the way. Uh, they were like, you got to do this, this. I'm like, no, I got to do this for this art show. Right. Where I could actually make An actual money job, yeah. and not just do this. What, what everyone here is going to school for yeah. to aspire to, to yeah. be in an art show. I'm, I'm doing that now. So, yeah. right. Yeah, if I was in skateboard school and I was already pro, <laughs> yeah. it'd be pretty hard to show up at school. I'd be like, why don't I teach you a couple of things? <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. When you, when you went to the party and you realized that people had seen your street art, when you were doing all the graffiti and street art, did you think at that time, like, oh, maybe people will see this and associate it with me at some point? Yeah, or was it just question. you just wanted to do it? Because I just realized, as you were saying, you became successful from graffiti. Yeah. That's how you got your foot in the door. Yeah. Was that, like Tony said, was that your intention or was it just, I'm a fucking a graffiti and I do art? Yeah. No intention. No plan, no plan at all. Nice. Just wanted to skate around, ride on stuff. And, uh, and yeah, and everything snowballed from there. And it was just like, you know, it was almost like I got like chosen, like, hey, you, you want to do this or not? Yeah. I'm like, here's this whole world. Are you ready? And I was like, yeah, let's go. Tony. Yes. You know, the holidays are right around the corner and our sponsor Manscaped wants to help everyone deck the halls from their face to their balls. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, yeah. I heard that. That's right. Because the platinum package has each product from the best-selling Performance Package Plus Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, and Ultra Premium Deodorant. It is the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane. <laughs> you said candy cane. You know, uh, you... Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> you know, your uh, presents under the tree are uh, delicate. So, man, Manscaped... Popular proprietary. Thank you. Ad advanced skin safe. I love how you know I can't read that. Skin safe technology will protect while the 4000K LED light. LED. Sorry, LED light will help you navigate around the tree like Rudolph on Santa's sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, You're so up. excited to finish that. Uh you know, you need to avoid another silent night in the bedroom with Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0. This is the most fun read with the most terrible read we've ever done. Uh, that's a good one. I, do, I, I, I am a Manscaped customer. That's a good I one, Tony. I literally bought... You're interrupting I, my reading and oh, acting sorry. skills. I that's was trying a, to... I, that's a good one, Tony Hawk. This is supposed to be one minute. Okay. You don't know. You don't. You don't want to smell like uh, a, a reindeer down the down there either. Which is why Manscaped Platinum Package includes shower products. All of the Manscaped shower gear is is sulfate, sulfate free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. It's true. I use it. It's in my shower, mate. There's no way this is going to be a minute. Just go. And for the perfect stocking, stocking stuffer, add in the brand new Body Buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old loofah. Yeah, yeah. hey, loofahs. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash Hulkwolf. Ha, oh, yes, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash Hawkwolf. 
Manscaped, get your jingle <laughs> balls ready for the holiday. <laughs> you, I, I, didn't, I thought that was stuck up on me. I thought I was going to say bells. And then I read it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go with it. You'll be, you'll be stuffing a lot of stockings. Wink to Cam. Wink to, you're not supposed to read that part. I'm winking in the cam. Oh. You're saying the wink in the cam. I'm just winking in the cam. <laughs> Freaking manscaped.com slash hawkwolf. Go. Are you a late night person? Um, it depends. I was, and then since I've lived in LA, I've lived in LA for 13 years now. I've been like, you know, if I make it past midnight, I'm up until like two. But if, okay. I, if I don't make it past midnight, then... But back I, in the graffiti days, you'd be up late oh, as yeah, yeah, hell, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Big time. Like New York uh, nights. Yeah. Right, because you can't... You don't get you get busted if it's not late. Yeah. So, yeah, all night. Like, in New York, all night, sun coming up, like, getting, like, hot chocolate or coffee or whatever, seeing the sun come up while you're writing on something. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> That's just like... That's pretty cool. You know, it's just... That, that memory to me is like, like still when I go to New York and do that now, it's like, dang, that just brings me back. One to of like the better. When I was doing that when I was younger, yeah. it was sick. Yeah, I can relate to that with skateboarding. I feel like being pro and being cool and getting paid and, you know, doing well and then everyone's happy that you do well. That was awesome. But the best part about skateboarding was skateboarding, laughing with your friends and stuff. And since I've been skateboarding recently, obviously older and not as good and nobody cares, but it's the bit that I cared about the most, I still have that. And yeah. that's the best part. And it'll never go away. Love skating with old people. Yeah. I'm like, man, look at your face. Look at your <laughs> face. I'm like, man, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still doing this. Because I remember when we were like, what's up? And we looked like little spring chickens and they were like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> you going to do it? I'm like, I'm going to do it. Dude, it blows my mind every time. It's like, and I always, I always, Tell people, you know, when somebody's like, oh, oh, yeah, I used to skate. I used to skate. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, you used to skate. You were never a skateboarder. Yeah. If you say you used to skate, you were never really down. That is a harsh uh, way to put it, but I do completely understand that. I think I was definitely one of those people, but I didn't skate for over 10 years. So maybe I'm trying to be lighter on those people because I'm one of them. Yeah. But... Yeah, I've met a f I've met a few people recently who are very successful in other fields, and they like, yeah, man, this, I, I used to skate, and then you know, I was kind of like, oh yeah, and then when they start talking about their history, they were hardcore, yeah, and stealing wood from construction sites and building mini ramps and stuff, and and they still try to, but I do feel like even if they're not able to, they carry those ethos with them. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The attitude that they. This, this dude, I think I might have told you this, but I was in Zurich um, a couple weeks ago and I was at this very highfalutin uh, charity event. Everyone's wearing tuxedos and stuff. And this dude came up to me who didn't, there's no way he looked like a skater yeah. in any sense. And he's like, yo, man, I, I skate. I was like, yeah, cool. He's like, yeah, man. I, I, uh, he mentioned some people that I might've known and we like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Sure. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you want to see a clip? I go, sure. And then it shows him approaching this flat bar yeah. on the ground. And, I was, and I'm thinking like, okay, this guy's going to show me how he board slides. Yeah. Kick flip backside nose blunt slide. Oh. And I was like, dude, did you just do a kick flip backside nose blunt? It, like, he's like, yeah, yeah. I go, oh, you, you really skate. Yeah. Like, what, like, what are you doing? I guess this is probably 
<laughs> you know, maybe this is a better way to make a living for you, but damn, dude. Yeah. I mean, that clip, that clip, uh, kick back nose one will hold you over for a while. Yeah, maybe forever. Yeah, you could, yeah. you could, he could still claim that he skates. What's your jam <laughs> on the, on the board? What do you, what do you flex the hardest? I skate everything. I, I mean, I grew up skating just like street and then we started getting some transition around town and like my brothers had jump ramps and stuff and just like, we had like a crusty quarter pipe in the backyard. Yeah. And, uh, Love a good crusty quarter pipe. Yeah, just just everything. It's really it's really hard for me to pinpoint when I started skating, just because my brother skated, yeah. and so there was a board around like all the time. Yeah, there wasn't like a that moment. A lot of people had that moment where he like picked up the first board, like oh this is you know like, yeah. That's when I started skating. It was like nah, that it was around like all the time. My older brother more of a gradual thing. Yeah, right on. And then how did you, how were you able to, um, I know you were having success in New York, but, but truly weave your worlds together. So in terms of doing art for skate projects. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I know exactly how it happened. I was going, so I was going to New York and I was coming back home for like Thanksgiving and like, uh, and like Christmas and stuff like that. And then I'm from a small town, but once I got a taste of like the big city, I was like, you know, I go back to my small town and I was like, dude, it's too quiet here. Mm. Like, this is boring. Like, I need to go like, you know, I was like addicted to the big city. I was like, all right, what's the nearest city? Like San Francisco. So I started like my mom would drive me to the last station on the BART and then I would take the BART into the city and I just have my board and not like markers and stuff and paint. And I just like be skating all around SF and just be like writing on everything in SF skating everywhere and just writing on everything. And, uh, and then SF so small that eventually like all the skaters there started like noticing my work there too. And there would be like, and, but your, but your tags were usually at skate near skate spots. Yeah. Big time. There and, was a, there was a, some, Dude in LA in the in the 80s when we were a dude, like literally we're shooting uh, Animal Chin, and his tag was Skate One, and it was at every street spot. Yeah, and there were very few at the time that anyone recognized, but that's pretty cool. And we still don't, I don't know who that guy was, but yeah, but it's cool that you got you got identified. Yeah, so it was it was like that. I, I mean, I was doing a lot of skate spots just because I was skating, obviously, and then like I mean, most skaters write on shit too, so it was like. You know, there was stuff there already. But, uh, but yeah, cruising around SF, and then uh, I would make the BART, the last BART, which was, like, at midnight, and then get go back home, and then, like, just dip back into the city back and forth. And then I got, like, recognized by the Bay Guardian, which is, like, the L.A. Weekly. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the local newspaper. And then uh, I, had a, I had some pieces in the luggage store, this gallery there, and they found me through that gallery, and then that magazine, that little newspaper was like, hey, we want to do an interview with you and maybe put you on the cover. And then uh, I was like, all right. So I had my mask on because no one knew what I looked like. I would wear a mask. And then I was like skating on the cover. I'm just like skating down the street and with something in, my, in the background. And it's the local newspaper that's all around SF. And then like days after it came out, I had heard from like, people like hey this guy's looking for you like the guy who does thrasher magazine is looking for you okay and i was like who this like, is after college or before this is during during college yeah 
Oh, you mean you would come home for the holidays? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. So I was still like 18, maybe going on to 19 or something. But that, yeah, they were like, this guy's looking for you, the guy who does Thrasher Magazine. I'm like, who? And they're like, this old, the old guy, uh, Jake, <laughs> Jake Phelps. The they're old like, guy. Jake Phelps. And Jake, the, that man, if he's an old guy, then fuck. Dude, they were calling him old then. And I think he was probably like 36 or 35 yeah. or something at yeah. the time. I can't, I can't, like around, somebody do the math, but like 2004 or something like that. How old was Jake? They were already calling him old. But I was like, dude, I know exactly who that is. I'm like, duh. Like, yeah. whatever. And then uh, I was like, yeah, I'll meet up with this guy. And then I met up with them. And then we all know Jake just, like, instantly talking shit. Like, oh, yeah. you know, whatever I had on my board, whatever wheels <laughs> <Yeah>. or some <laughs> shit. Oh, oh, fucking, uh, and then I just, you know, being me and having, like, four four brothers talking shit right back to him. Like, oh, you old ass man fucking you're, <laughs> you're barely barely hanging on or some shit and it was just like instantly just like shit talking shit talking and then it's like hey how you doing you know yeah. like that was out of the way and then it was just like normal and then he was kind of like you know testing me to see like if i i think he was like testing me to see if i was a skateboarder yeah he's just like asking me all this it shit sounds like him and just saying all this stuff and and yeah and then he was like we started hanging out. Every time I'd go to the city, we'd hang out. Like mm. Him and Mickey would pick me up. And then eventually he was like, yeah, we might want to uh, put your art on the cover. And I was like, what? I was like, no way. I was like 19, I think. I was like, no way, dude. Like, that's like, you know, I'm a skateboarder first. It's yeah. like, there's been many times when I'm like, you know, I'm on deadline and I'm like, have to paint this thing or like do this work. And then somebody will be like, hey, we're going skating. I'm like, I'm gone. Let's go. And I'll just like pick up the board before I like, you know, that's why a lot of work gets turned in late is because I'm probably out skating. But, uh, but yeah, Jake was like, uh, we might need to put your, or want to put your stuff on the cover. And I was like, no way. And then he's like, I was like, what do you guys want? And he's like, do whatever you want. And I was like, all right. And I started drawing all these like covers and then, uh, and then I came back and then he was like, where's the board dummy? He's like, where's skateboard magazine? Where's the board? There's no board. Like, he's like, I want a demon skating a board, like, all this shit. And uh, I was like, you said I could do whatever I want, dude. <laughs> and uh, so it took like maybe like four tries. There was even one cover where it's like, he's like, I want one of your demons skating a human body. Like Jake was always coming up with these crazy ass ideas. <laughs> and I did one and it actually looked pretty sick, but that one didn't make the cut. And then I did the guy doing the nose grind on the coffin. And then... Uh, and then he was like, all right, kid, this is it. He's like, I think this is the one. He's like, let's go get the other old man, Fausto. He's like, let's go get him and get, if he approves it, then we'll put it on the cover. And I was like, I was like, all right, sick. Like, and Jake was like, you know, gave me a pep talk before we like got Fausto out of the office. He's like, don't say anything stupid. He's like, don't be a dick. He's like. If we get it past this fucking old fart, fucking whatever, he's like, then we got this thing in the bag, kid, like whatever. And I was like, he made me extra nervous. Like, I don't get, I don't get nervous at all, but I was like a little kid. I was like, shit, I better not screw this up. Yeah. So we go to the desk that's in the center. I'm sure you guys have been to the mag, but they have a big old counter in the middle. And Jake puts it on there and he's like, hey, Fossil, come out here. And like this kid, whatever we want to put, I want to put, I want to put this on the cover. Yeah. Fausto looks at it, and as he's, like, looking at it, Jake goes behind Fausto and say this microphone's Fausto's head, and Jake's behind him, and he's just like. 
Oh my god, dude! <laughs> like he cannot. And I'm, stop. I'm like over here, and like Fausto's right there, and Jake's behind him, like doing this or whatever, like fucking around. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like. And for me, a skateboarder, Sex it's like the, the biggest moment, like of my life to this day. You know what I mean? And. and and I was like shaking. I was like, oh man, like, don't look at Jake. Don't look at Jake. And then Fausto was like, yeah, just put a black logo on the top and run it. He's like, I like it. Good job. That's sick. He's like, good job. Hit me and went back in his office. And Jake was like, bam, punched me. He's like, we did it. We did it. And I was like, whoa, dude. And it was like, that was like my intro to like, I think my intro to skateboarding officially, like getting that cover. So cool. Everyone was two legends too. two legends have passed away that you got that moment with. That's really cool. Yeah. Really Um, like psyched on that. Like Fausto. Did you do odd on the streets or just your tag? Uh, I would do my tag, but I would also like bring out, I was doing all kinds of stuff. I was bringing out brushes and like, taking my time and actually like painting stuff on the wall. Yeah. Just like, just experimenting. Like, you know, I didn't even know what like a, an extension pole really was yet. And I was like getting like a broomstick. I duct tape like a paintbrush onto it. And just be like, no way. Yeah. How's that work out the first time? Like, how do you make that work when it's, did you practice at home or how do you fucking practice for painting on a pole? Yeah. With a pole. That I mean that eventually, that became practice to to doing these actually big ones. Oh, with okay. Like the actual like ten foot poles and like paint rollers and stuff on there. Like this is like very primitive and doing just like, you know, like seeing stuff on the street. Like how do they do that? And I didn't know nobody, so I was like, I was like maybe it's this way. And just duct tape a brush onto a broomstick, and I have like the mop down here, and I'm just like, <laughs> did you get busted doing that? Yeah. How's that go? <laughs> Give me the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. All right, I'll start with um, I'll start with worse, which was kind of recently, uh, like the beginning of COVID, like right before everything happened. But um, I got I actually got busted writing Jake's name. It was like right when Jake oh, Jake passed yeah. away. Did, uh, was that at the car wash? No, 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 no. I didn't get busted for that, but. So I was doing something and and the cops just rolled up on me and uh, nothing nothing bad happened at all. It was just like eventually like the fines and all that stuff. Like getting busted in L.A. is like a felony, felony charge for, wow. for oh, vandalism. Fuck. Yeah. And uh, wait, but it's not in New York. In New York, no. It's New York's more like a slap on the wrist. But they, I mean, they could wow, they could make a case on you too. But. Uh, but yeah, LA is like, for me, LA is not worth it because, because obviously you, can you go get, to fucking jail yeah, and you ruin get, your whole career. Yeah, it's you fair. get a felony charge, and that uh, it usually costs like ten or twelve grand to uh, get it dropped to a misdemeanor. Whoa! Yeah, so get it dropped to a misdemeanor, and then who knows, community service and whatever fines come from that. So, do you think they ever? This is going to be a dumb question, but do you think that the authorities sometimes see? Because I'm, you know, like you got dickheads over here, like ran to some pile of shit versus you. No offense to the tagger guys, but creating real art. Has there ever been a time where they're like, "Wow, that's actually amazing"? I gotta, I gotta give you a ticket, or maybe I'll let you off because you seem like an actual artist. 
That never happens, right? Not yet. I don't think I don't think they're being art critics. Yeah. In any sense of the, of the word. Right. Yeah. I, think I just feel like sometimes I see stuff on the wall where I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. It's different than just like a tag. Yeah. Like when somebody painted something where I'm like, that looks way better than the wall did. <laughs> like, yeah, true. How can you guys be bummed <laughs> at that? Yeah. But I, I guess. Yeah. Because you're the authorities. What? Yeah. So uh, when you, you when you did the um, when you did that newspaper in the Bay Area, you were masked. At yeah. what point did you decide not to be masked? So I would have a mask on all the time, just like if whatever, a magazine or any photos. I'd and what's a, the purpose of on. that? So the cops don't ever... F- yeah. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And then eventually I started being in all these like Baker videos and like in the whatever, hanging out with Spanky every day and being in the background of all his video parts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, people could just put it together, like figure it out. Like, oh, the... You know, I didn't, I didn't want, like, minor or anyone, like, blurring my face out every time, right, like, a video. Right. Like, who knows how much that costs, you know what I mean? But, yeah, eventually people were figuring it out. Like, oh, that's that's the guy right there. That's mm-hmm. him. Like, I know he hangs out with these dudes. Yeah. Like, that's him. And then it just, like, yeah, it just, there wasn't, like, a big reveal. Like, hey, this is what I look like. It was, like, everyone had already, like, figured it yeah, out. Yeah, I remember, I remember seeing those videos. I, I remember seeing the pictures or footage of you with the mask on. Yeah. And then you painted a room in Riley's house, yeah. and that's oh, when that's what? when I first saw you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. when Riley Riley had his first house, um, and everyone stayed there all the time. Oh, so skate house, it's full skate house. Yeah, and then and you he, did a, a giant piece on a wall. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. in his house, like in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Kids have what, such a better idea of how to deck out a house. I'm sorry, but that's that's what gave me the notion that he might want to paint our door sometime. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll Riley, see. it was Riley's uh, idea first. Then Dad took it over. Of course, yeah, <laughs> all the cool stuff really is. <laughs> that's you it's, it, all the cool stuff comes from my kids, and then I just like <laughs> Tony's yeah, cool on TikTok cool. straight up from his daughter. He doesn't know <laughs> shit about TikTok. <laughs> he has no idea. Every I'm, I'm seeing video, and I'm like. It. What are you fucking TikTok? My daughter savvy? has put my daughter has put together my two most viral TikToks. Yeah. Wow, that's sick. Yeah, they're impressive. As I watch TikTok, and I'm like, you're doing stuff like you know TikTok, <laughs> and I know you. You don't. I know mean, TikTok. it's a collab. Come on, it's not all her, but it's, she helps me with the nuances of it, where impressive. I clearly don't know where to put text and stuff. Anyway. His daughter's a magician. She did a trick for me the other night. Fucking blew my mind, man. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because when he was back in the day and I didn't know him that well, I was like, he might be like an alien or like a vampire because you can't skate like that. It's not right. And then sure enough, Spawn of Birdman is like, hey, fucking magic trick. She didn't say fucking. (laughs) You did figure it out, right? Or she showed you? Yeah, but it was the way she did it. At first, you know, I don't know. I just got there. I wasn't, like, paying attention. I was like, you know, his daughter's going to do a trick. It's going to suck, you know, but, but look surprised. And all she of a sudden, I'm like, you. okay, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> are you inside my mind? Get out it's if in you the are. Blood. Pretty good. It's in the blood. Yeah, it was very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so what? what's next? You just told me you're doing a big thing with eBay. Oh, so I just did this. I just wrapped up this big uh, eBay campaign for I had a first I had a dunk come out on Nike and uh, it's my first official neck face SB. I had two Saw Kirk Hammett wearing them. Yeah. Sick. 
motherfucker. Did did you just you just saw that or did you send them to him? Dude, so all right. Just remember what you asked me before, because I'll, I'll tell this story first, the Kirk story, and then I'll tell the, what were we talking about? Oh, the eBay thing. I'll bring it back. But uh, I'll tell the Kirk thing. I went to, a, I was actually over there because of eBay in Santa Clara at the convention center. They were doing a sneaker con, and I got tickets to the 49er game. So I'm, I go to the 49er game, and then it was my first football game. I was like, oh, sick, and I'm a 49er fan. And they come out, and they come out to Metallica. They come out to Metallica, obviously. I'm like, damn, that's sick. They came out to Metallica. That's so dope. And it's just like, I felt like I was in, I was at a concert because it was so loud. I was like, dude, I'm basically at a Metallica concert. And as I'm there, I'm like watching the game and stuff, and I feel my phone buzzing and buzzing and buzzing in my pocket. And I'm like, dude, I'm not looking at my phone right now. I just want to like watch the game. And then finally I look at my phone, for a second, and then I see this, like, gray-haired dude with the guitar. Like, I, I didn't even click on it. I just saw it small, and I was like, oh, whatever. Put it back in my pocket. And then later on, I finally looked at it, and I was like, all right, who is this dude? And I clicked on it, and it was Kirk from Metallica. And I was like, what? You mean um, he was texting you? No. Or? Everyone, because he posted it on his uh, Instagram. Oh, I see. That happened at the exact same time you yeah. were at the game. Okay. Yeah, so... I was getting hit up, and it's just him with the fucking guitar, like on a knee, do it with my shoes on, yeah. doing some kind of solo. And I was like, "No way, that's so." I was that's like, "Awesome, this is the best trip ever." He but, came on my show a long time ago and was like, "I got a clothing line called Wolf Knives," and he's like, "What's that uh, logo you got on your shirt?" So I asked him a little clothing brand thing, and he's like, "I like it, man." Like, uh, I think it's pretty cool. I was like, "Yeah, thanks." And then after it, the guy that is in charge of the building said uh kirk gave me uh his address and asked if it would be possible you could send him some wolf knife gear and i was like dude <laughs> yeah really <laughs> i never saw a photo but just knowing that he was i'm gonna send him the gear and half of the stock to <laughs> own the company <laughs> <laughs> i would have that's sick yeah so i was out there uh doing this ebay campaign and uh, so, yeah, I had a dunk come out and it has all my artwork on it. And when we wrapped that up, I had this whole uh, thing with eBay where I was like, you know what? I was like, I know all these like crazy sneaker heads. They love these special boxes. Like when the shoes come in like a, you know, the shoes one thing. But then if it comes in like a special, special box, it's like more collectible thing, you know? Okay. I was like, I know I could make a cool ass box. So I made these boxes out of metal and I got them like chrome plated and I cut them with like a plasma torch. They, they look dangerous. They are yeah. truly dangerous. Yeah, they're, they are pretty dangerous. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then my my shoes go in there. And then I was like, you know, I, I told my friend Hunter who works at eBay, actually. And uh, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm making these boxes. I was like, no matter what, like. I was like, you guys want to like team up and do something? And, and then, uh, they were like, yeah. And I was like, well, I know you guys work with the skate park project too. So we just tied it all in together. And we were like, we were like, I'm gonna make these boxes. We're going to auction them off. Whatever money gets raised goes to the skate park project. And then from there we go into skatable sculptures. Yep. That I've been working on for 10 years. Yeah. Super cool. Skatable sculptures. Yeah. So firstly, thank you for that. Thank you for 
you know, uh, raising the money and and raising awareness. And um, uh, it was a few months ago, I just started getting <laughs> messages from this guy with the most outlandish skate obstacle designs. Oh, shit. They were insane. Like, they're amazing. They're yeah. they're true, true, you know, it's a true, like, Euro gap, or it's a real quarter pipe. Totally but, doable. But with his creatures all formed in it. Yeah. And around it. Um, and I was like, this is awesome. This would be, this would be a great idea for a city that would be willing to go that direction with a skate park. Cause then it would be like a destination art skate park. Yeah. Got it. Um, and it's just tricky for us as a foundation to, to focus so much on funds fundraising for one project. Do you know what I mean? We have to kind of spread it evenly. So it, it makes it a little tricky for us, but I'm, we're still trying to figure it out. And then he raised funds specifically to build those obstacles. Oh, shit. at one of our parks. And we'll, continue to raise yeah 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 and and, 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 like keep going make skateboarding cool yeah paying back yes 100 percent. yeah awesome i want i want i want kids because if you see the the nike sb commercial that we did that's the first time anyone's ever seen the skatable sculptures i should just show you it i'll show it to you it's not posted anywhere it's it's all over on uh yeah he made he made one um I don't know what what was the material. It was just like movie prop. It wasn't concrete. Check it out. Oh, I did see it. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, that is a game changer. <laughs> that was that great. at a skate park is yeah yeah. Displaced. It's funny because a few parks have have done that. There's there's that one in Oregon with the dinosaur, yep. and a few parks have these little features but but no one's ever leaned into it like that yeah it's always just some one little thing placed. and then yeah just placed in the middle and sometimes you can't even skate it or right. get to it but what he's doing is like true obstacles so uh we're still we're still very much trying to make that happen yeah yeah that th- sounds like a cool thing normal people that don't skate maybe wouldn't hate the skate park as much as well yeah and I, they do that i think it's just like uh I th- well, I know it's just like because I'm a skateboarder and an artist, you know, like when I go to these skate parks, this is what I see. Like I see, yeah. you know, those those boring quarter pipes or hips or whatever. I see I see my dudes there. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that could be like that yeah. looks like a, the beginning of someone's like neck or spine yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, what if the head was attached right there? I like yeah. the one that well, he has one that's it's a capsule. You know, like the end of a skate park capsule, but it's actually a big creature's mouth yeah. with teeth coming in. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, do you think Street League or something, like having a contest where you had all that stuff? Yeah, like, but that would be, that would be a, that wouldn't a be disservice. Right. That would be gone tomorrow, yeah, you, you know, which should be something everyone can enjoy yep. on a public level. So uh, I'm still I'm still advocating for it. I'm still pushing for it, and we're, we're getting there. And especially if, if he's raving, raising funds specifically for that. Yeah. Yeah, we it's got we happen. got some, we got some other stuff in the works too. But yeah, these ones we're trying to get into the public parks, and basically like when I rolled up to this thing, when I got to this yeah. obstacle and it was finally made, like from the sketch that I did ten years ago, and going in there and seeing this thing made, I was just like, whoa! Like, and if my mind was blown like that, like I could imagine like a little kid getting dropped off at the skate park for the first time. Yeah. Go skate that thing, that scary monster thing. Go right. skate that. It's like what? Yeah, that's like, pretty it's gonna, sweet. It's gonna blow some minds, and and hopefully, like, uh, 
get kids like inspired to like, you know, push skateboarding as, as far create creatively as possible. You know what I mean? Being like, Oh, it doesn't have to all just look like this. It could be, you know, this thing. Yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah, I just want to get kids psyched. Cause that's what happened to me when I, when I got to these skate parks and see these skate parks with like, you know, weird little obstacles, like, Whoa, how do they know that we like to skate that? You know, I didn't know like who built the parks or anything. Like when I was little, I'd be like, Whoa, they know like that. We like to skate that. And like, Oh yeah. There, you know what I mean? I was like blown away. I was like, man, this is so cool that these, the city knows that we want to skate. I didn't no, those are like, the years where it was sort of the reckoning of skate park design, because before that, most of the parks uh, were designed by sidewalk contractors. Yeah. And, uh-huh. you know, they would they would look at pictures of parks and try to mimic what they saw, but it was never functional. It was never good. Yeah. And when you, like, as you started seeing those sort of obstacles, that was when um, we started, through our foundation, but also just other advocates, were, were finally getting the skaters involved in the design process. Yeah. And then, and then suddenly there were, Jersey barriers and there was like a China bank action, you know, stuff like that started coming in. And that's, I think you, you got in on the tail end of that. Yeah, for sure. Cause there were some, <clears throat> some bad parks built before that. I remember back in the day that skate parks were the thing that we were riding was not built for skateboarding. And we were like, yes, it is. Yeah. There was a thing in Australia that I used to skate all the time. And people always used to question why I would go there all the time. Cause it was a long way away from anything but it was, it's called Nunna Wadding. It's gone for sure. But it was just a full pipe, concrete full pipe, and they'd cut the roof off it. And then it was like to vert halfway, and then they cut another one that was over vert, and then it had another one next to it. So it was like there was a little it was section. A, a true half pipe. Yeah, yeah. But it was like it, they a cut it down section. little. In the, yeah, there was a small section, then there was a half pipe section, then over vert, then half pipe, then over vert again. And the oververt bit was, uh, I think Lance Mountain came way back in the Bones Brigade when they first came to Australia, and Lance grinded it. And it was just this big, in Australia, you know, Lance Mountain grinded Nunna Wadding, and everyone was like, wow. that's fucking impossible. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> and then like 10 years later, because every time I'd go to Australia, I would still go skate that thing. I just liked it. I don't know why, yeah, but yeah. it was just fun to ride. I did a frontside pivot on the oververt bit, and it was only like 10 people that knew or cared was like, holy shit, that that's one up on whatever Lance did 10 years ago because nobody went there to beat him. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted Ten to years. skate it. But doing, I remember you know, just the guy that filmed it and myself, we knew. Yeah. So when I did that, we were like, like I put it at the end of my skate part. I don't think anybody thought it was the banger of the part, but yeah. it was to me. It was like, that's, yeah. that's how I end my video part. Frontside pivot on the oververt was like a big deal. But that park was, if that was there still, I would still go ride it. It is a piece (laughs) of shit. Yeah. Love that thing. But it's going to be sick to to see what the challenges are on his obstacles. Yeah. Where it's, you did that on the the wing. Right. You did that on the, you know. I got to see it like happen right in front of my face and I was like blown away. It was sick. It was like, we had a little Joe Campos skating it we had a shot grant uh jake anderson and all these dudes were doing crazy crazy shit on it it was like i forget who who blunt stalled i think uh maybe jake blunt stalled the nose of that creature oh, yeah. like right on the nose right on the nose it's just like boom back into the hip and then uh jack o'grady he did a wally off of the 
the the wrist. Yeah. Like went right off of the wrist. And that was super sick. And it was just like <laughs> it was cool. And then he also did like nose blunt right down right down his like the middle of the chest of the thing. So it was like I don't know. We might get a whole like vocabulary, new vocabulary when uh people start skating th- these things and be like, oh, you did the whatever down the chest or yeah. something. It'd be funny that I, I don't know if you want to do that, but to make them all standard size where they're all exactly the same, so you know that uh, it, like it could be it would it, I think it'd be more fun to make them custom. But let's say that you have the exact same obstacle in New York that you do in Arizona, and so people can be like, what he did that. Could do it here, right? I don't know. Yeah, you know that works. I'm riffing, yeah. That's I mean, what skateboarders do. They riff. So if you put an obstacle there, and then it's a, the same thing as somewhere else, it's it's like uh, the Hubber Ledge. Like people started making hubbers in contests and stuff, so that you could say that I did this on the Hubber yep. Ledge, even though it's not that ledge. <laughs> yeah, but it counted. <laughs> yeah. you, you talking about that that uh, whatever that full pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, not a kinda, warning. It yeah. reminded me that um, when we did the end, the the video, the, yeah. the rant that was in the bullring, we donated that to the city of Tijuana. Yeah. Um, and Wait, they set it up as that ramp? So it was, no, but this is pretty funny because it, it, it kind of went south. But uh, that ramp was, I think it was 36 feet wide, maybe a little bit wider. Um, and it was a 12-foot transition with two feet of vert, which is bigger than anything. Yeah. And that's why I could go high on it because I go down that big ass rolling. Oh wow! And so it was. It was by far the biggest ramp that had ever been built. Yeah. At that time, in 1997, 98. So we donated to Tijuana, and they wanted to cut it down because it's too big. So they cut down two sections of it. So one section was maybe like a six foot high. Yeah. But but six foot with a twelve foot transition. So six foot high is still only like this. Yeah. Thing. And then, and then the one up from it was like maybe like eight or nine feet tall, yeah. But was still a gigantic transition. So that one's only like this deep. Yeah. And then the last part is is the ramp. How much of it? Twelve feet. <laughs> sick. It's and not sick. I disagree. So dangerous. Like, yeah. So oh, ridiculous. Yeah. You get speed from the from the big part coming down. You go down the ramp to the small part. And you're going to fly off. Yeah. But the, yeah. But just, also twelve feet wide only is just not safe at all. <laughs> Because you have to go really fast to ride a ramp like that. Anyway, I went to Tijuana to to go like to a thing where they wanted to thank me for it and and have a demo and whatever. And and it was just me doing a demo on it, cut like that. Yeah, yeah. Did you just was, ride the the twelve foot? Or I rode you? I rode everything a little bit for maybe like twenty minutes, and then I was out. Because it's kind of dog shit now. It, it wasn't great, but they loved it. Like they love, they love the small part. I don't think so. There's no way. <laughs> All right, that, I mean, that thing was not built to last anyway. Yeah, but they were stoked to have it, and it was, it was. Uh, so enough about me. A giant mini ramp with twelve foot transitions. <laughs> giant mini ramp. Yeah, yeah. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but if you found that in the wild, yeah, that's different. Isn't it weird how that's different? Yeah. If it just you didn't know it existed and you found it, oh, you're riding the shit out of it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 big time, dude. Yeah. Like you discovered it. Yeah, if you yeah. walked around like some bushes and saw that thing, yeah, you'd different. be like, dude, this is the sickest <laughs> yeah. thing ever made. I know, right? I love that. I, I love that feeling of like finding something that, you know, 
I know people have skated before, but like you know, like going to Baldy, like doing that whole mission and like oh yeah 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 going in there and stuff and you because if it, someone built Baldy, you'd be like, no dude, yeah. I'm not skating nothing. You yeah. see it over there, you see the you know the pit, and you're like, whoa, this is sick. This yeah. is some ancient like crust. That's <laughs> like, I know, right? The skate gods brought down that's and left it there for us to yeah. like find, and it's like you know wrap like tying it all in like imagine like going and finding a skate park with one of my sculptures in it you're like what yeah like, whoa you know like seeing this big old dude like this and you can skate his wings yeah that's fucking awesome <laughs> especially if you're good we were gonna do a project a while ago with a company i was working with and then they chose not to because of liability i think but we were gonna do it was around the same time I was doing a lot of stuff on Twitter, like hiding skateboards or, you know, doing a big, we'd call it the big uh, Twitter hunt with a bunch of gear, but we were going to just drop mini ramps in cities in like unused locations. And so we would, they would build a mini ramp, <clears throat> install it in the middle of the night, some random place and be like, Hey, yo, Kansas city, you got a mini ramp now. Go find it. It was going to be sick. It uh, didn't happen. No, they're worried. They're awesome. worried. They're going to be liable for it. It does sound like a lot of work. To but they presented it. it to me, and I was like, "Let's do, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. This is amazing. Let's do yeah. it." And then it just fell apart. Still want to do it dope. though. But yeah. we could, you know, maybe. Yeah. Renegade. It does sound cool. Neck face. Hey, mini. Kids, we've got a mini ramp. I would in my town. Renegade right? neck face mini. That's my that's my pitch. Dude, I, I mean beyond one. just the skate park obstacles. I got one drawn out. I got one. He's uh, ready to go. Oh, yeah, of course. Ready to go. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that would be sick. I'm down for that. Um. So what, uh, are you still doing graphics for skateboards sometimes? Uh. Yeah, I am doing, I just had some come out with Baker. Mm -hmm. I had, a, I did a Alyssa board and I did a Jacopo board. And, um, yeah, still doing a, Baker boards and what else do I got going on? I had, I mean, the whole dunk coming out took over a bunch of months. Yeah, of of this year, so I had to do. How did the, how did the Nike uh, connection happen? Oh, so that happened through actually my friend Hunter, who's the guy who's at eBay now. Oh wow! So he used to work at. He started a uh, Savier. You remember Savier? Mm -hmm. So he started Savier, and uh, that turned into Nike SB. And I had met him at some event, but we both were like, uh, we both like kind of bonded just obviously through skateboarding, but basically like he's from San Jose and I was like from nearby and, uh, and yeah, we just became friends and he would send me like, this is like when the dunk shoe was going crazy and he was sending me all these like gnarly, like. Everybody, like, I'd be skating in these shoes, and people were like, hey, you could get this much oh, money right. from yeah. these or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, how about this? And i scrape them on the ground or <laughs> something. You know, I was skating all these shoes. But, yeah, and then that uh, that relationship just kept going for, for years. And then I did uh, Tampa Pro. I did, like, all the work at Tampa Pro. And I did the art for the SB Chronicles video. And then, yeah, i just been working with Nike forever since. And then, uh, and then, yeah, they finally were like, Hey, we want to give you your own shoe. Like, what do you have? Like, what do you, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I already got an idea. Here you go. And they're like, Oh dude, that would be sick. And how many did it make? On. How many, how many pairs? How many? Yeah. I have no idea. 
Oh, wow. I just realized how cool I am because I'm sitting next to him. I have a 13-year-old son that introduced me to Dunk. I don't know. I don't know Dunks. I don't know nothing about it. I need some Dunks. I'm like, what is that? He's like, they're shoes. I'm like, yeah, I'll get you some shoes. And then they tell me how much they are. And I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. Just get you these? <laughs> you, you, you failed to mention that these are like kind of ridiculously expensive? Yeah. But... You know, every now and then, because of my skateboarding, he skates. But I'm a vert guy, and I'm older, so I'm not that cool. And I'm his father. Yep. But every now and then, it just brushes up against something where he's like, "You know, this one right now." I could be like, "Hey, man, you know this guy? If I can heard about the dunks, he'd be like, what? What do you say? What do you look like? No, I talked about the box. Like, I know my son is so into this that I'm not doing him a service right now by not knowing the ins and outs of the box and why you made it and." All the other things, because some people really love those shoes. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And, and that is a hot item right now for 13-year-old boys. But was yeah. yours, I mean, obviously there's a limited run, but not necessarily a limited amount, or that they haven't No, I think they many. made a certain amount. I can't, I don't even know. But they must be a higher price point. I think they were like 120 bucks. Huh. But. It's not outrageous, I mean, right? Yeah, no. No, it was presented Retail. to me a lot more than that. But oh, yeah, okay. yeah. you get you're getting a oh resale yeah, stuff. There's the yeah, because they go in there and buy them all, and then they you know, yeah, then uh, they go yeah. I mean, that's the whole supreme vibe. Throw them on eBay. Oh, uh, okay. eBay.com. Someone told me during all the chaos uh, in LA, BLM protests, and storefronts getting smashed, that you were in front of Supreme. Yeah, I was. <laughs> like doing what? I was like guarding the store. Guarding the Supreme store. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I went first, I went there just to see what was going on. And I was on, on my little like uh, scooter. I got this Honda Ruckus and I posted up out in front of the store and I was like, whoa, it's starting to get crazy. And it started getting crazy. And then people were like coming up with like rocks and bricks and stuff and spray paint trying to like, you know, go into the store. Mm -hmm. And then I, in my head, I'm just like, dude, all my friends work here. This yeah. is like where my friends work, yeah. you know, and I skate this bowl every day. Yeah. I have a bowl in there. I'm like, I'm like, nah, you're not going to mess with my home pretty much. Like, yeah. I skate here every day. Like yeah. you guys are going to ruin my spot. So I was just like, people would come up and like, Hey, no, no, no. Like dude, they have bricks in their hand. I'm like, no, no, no. And they're like, Oh, they, it wasn't even like, they would just move on. Yeah. It wasn't no, it worked. yeah. There wasn't no like pushing them away or anything. Yeah. I was like, Hey, no, no. I was like, they were like, okay. Just keep going. <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah, on to the next one that but, isn't, but doesn't yeah, have someone that cares about the store. I protected the store. And, uh, nice. It's still there to this day. Man, they owe you big time. <laughs> that was going to get But But I, I, I get it. Like, that's, that's you know, that's your skate park, skate shop, home away from home. I totally would get that. Yeah. Yeah, I like skate. I skate that bowl. Like, when I lived over there, I was skating it every day. Yep. <laughs> I've skated that. Did they finish their new one? Yeah, the new one's done. The new I mean, one is done. God, and, uh, that's the kind of news I just choose to ignore. It's, it's back in. There's I a new one. In there's a new one on Sunset Boulevard. Oh shit! They took over the Tower Records store. Yeah. No way. It's gonna be sick. That's it's not ready. Massive. Yet. Uh, it's. I think it's it's done. Almost done. They're opening it. I don't know next year or something. Huh. Next year's around. I the just corner. saw their PIL collab. I was yeah. pretty excited. Yeah. A what? PIL. You know the band PIL? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
John Ly- John Lydon. Oh, okay. There's a shoe. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We had a we had a lengthy John Lydon discussion recently, so okay. yeah, it would be fresh in your mind. They got a new bowl in there, so they got. I think it's the biggest bowl. It's bigger. Yeah. It's, Good. It's the biggest bowl out of all of them, all the shops that have a bowl. I think. Sick. Pretty sure. I'll but, look forward to being able to skate again. Yeah. And going there. I look forward go to going get there that. and eating shit. <clears throat> yeah. That too. Do you surf? No. Never tried. I have tried. Not I good. I got up. Uh, I stood up on a board once in Mexico, and then I was like, "All right, check it off the list. Done." Didn't didn't it didn't make you want to go back? Nah, I I used to be like, man, <laughs> surf. I I had mixed feelings about surfing just because I didn't know, and then I got out there and like paddled out. I was like, "Dang, I gotta go all the way over there." Yeah, that's, that's what I said. That's the yeah, yeah. sweet spot over there. All right, go all the way over there. Okay, look, I'll get up on this thing, no problem. It's just water, whatever. Nope, got smoked, got pushed all the way to the front. I was like, yeah. "Dang, I gotta go all the way back out there." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I did that like ten times before I even got up on my first wave. And I was like, "Dude, my arms were like so sore." I was like, "No wonder all those dudes are so buff." Yeah. I was like, "All right." Respect. Never, <laughs> yeah, never cool. talk smack on it again. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going on a surf adventure tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm similar to your level of surfing, so that's kind of how I. You going to wave pool? The the wave. Pool? I've never been in a wave pool before. And is that where you're going? Yeah, and that is supposedly easier. And then you have to. Then you have. You also do not have to face duck diving and going under big waves or getting caught in a set or landing on a reef all the things that i find to be tedious to say the least (laughs) tedious i'm like dude i love standing up and getting free rides but not for this amount of of strife you know like it really brings when you can't paddle good you get so burnt out and if you burn out then you see a big one coming you're like oh yeah that is that is hard yeah, that that is one thing about surfing. I feel that where you finally get outside and immediately a wave comes your way and you're like, I can't. I don't know if I can make it into that wave. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah, and then duh, washed all the way yeah. back. So you know that doesn't happen at, in the wave pools. Wait, that does too. No, 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 not like that. Okay. No. See, I was getting bit, the, I the wave. The wave that you and I will be surfing will be a much easier paddle. Right. Hey, check out how stupid Tony Hawk is, you guys. In case you were wondering why he hangs out with me. Oh, my God. He's got a broken leg. It's not attached to the bone. And I realized this because we're going on a surfer trip. So I text him because I thought, wait a minute. You're probably not going to surf now. I don't know if I want to go if you're not going to surf. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm going to surf. I'm just going to longboard instead. And I was like, man, what a, what a slightly irresponsible thing to say. And then five seconds later, he texts me and goes, we could do tandem. <laughs> that would be and for the show. And I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> but it all makes sense now. Now I know why you want to hang out with me. Because you're not... I mean, you got big words every now and then, but you're as dumb as hell sometimes, <laughs> dude. Because <laughs> that is stupid I'm just shit. trying to keep the show going, there Jason. You are. Patreon, let's go. Oh, man. That's the hey. bonus content. You Patreon. and I trying to tandem. Patreon should be more expensive because that is a... I'm I'm nervous. You gonna wear a brace or something? No, I I don't want to talk about it. Stay away from me. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you mean stay away from me? I'm jumping on your board. We're going tandem. Oh, I'm so terrified for you. <laughs> You're gonna get up and be like, 
dude, this is sick. And then Tony's coming right behind him. He's going to ruin it. Jump right yeah, he's going to ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. He's going to ruin the whole fucking experience. I'll, I'll, pay, I'll sign in the Patreon for Some that. Some stupid See, cripple. There, just, I just, we got a new subscriber. There you yeah. go. Thank you very much. I'm logging on, dude. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, wow. So what, what are you looking forward to? What's next? These skatable sculptures. Skate up. Yep. There I we go. Cleared up. I cleared out. I did all my homework for this year and next year. My main focus is figuring out these skatable sculptures and getting them in whatever park allows yeah. them to be. Well, in. I, I, I want. I very much want them to be in public parks, not something that's private. Yeah. Because um, I think as soon as you see, as soon as the world sees that first one outdoors in a park, you know, it's gonna go crazy and people are gonna be like, I want that. At my part. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to be available to do that. Do you think there's one that you could put on a vert ramp? Yep. Good answer. I got that. I we kind of the first first version of uh the skatable. Did you see the demon was, he put in the channel? Was the dude here. No. You didn't see that? When was that? Uh you didn't get the text? like a year and a half ago, maybe? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> He put he put a full demon, full size demon in the channel, like ah, with oh, smoke man. with eyes nah, that move. No, nah, I did not see that, dude. No, I would. But what he that. also did was he put he put the horns, but and and probably didn't really take this into consideration. But the horns go beyond the channel, kind of. Yeah. And you know how when you when you grind the channel, you ollie. Oh man, yeah, yeah, that's dangerous. So when you. <laughs> It looks awesome, but do you Fuck see the horns? Awesome. Yeah. So usually when we when we grind the channel, we ollie yeah. halfway into the channel, yeah. right? Yeah. So those horns made it so that we had to start the grind yeah. legitimately before the channel, and legitimately go past it the other. Required horn. so much more speed yep. and so much more effort. Yeah. That after like a half hour of skating that, I was like, I've done everything I can do. I can't pump anymore to try to make it over right. that thing. You got legit airs and grinds out of that thing. That's awesome. It was fun, yeah. But I <laughs> what's mean, what's like, that made of? So that was made out of foam. Oh, okay. But so you I could land on it. Yeah. Like we had, uh, yeah, a, it, you don't want to land on it. Yeah, okay. yeah. We built like a big frame for it, but um, I still have it. Yeah, if that thing could be, uh, where do you store that? It's just it's it's, I, it's, it's, it's all there. kinds of shit in so here. So awesome that's just stored somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Fuck so yeah. a funny story about that is, I built this thing. We brought it over here in like a huge truck and installed it, and it fit perfectly. And then in my head, I was like. I don't know what to do with this thing after we shoot this pilot. I don't know what to do with it. And then I was like, man, I was like, well, we're close to TJ. I was like, we could take it there and just light it on fire. And yeah. Film it. And we'll, at least we'll get some good footage or yeah. something. And then Tony was like, hey, uh, what are you doing with that? Like, you want to leave it here or can I have it? I was like, yes. You knew you yeah. were going to put it there. Well, I want to I want to put it maybe on the wall, like a blank wall. Okay. Yeah. Not, not on the ramp. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think we could have a demon. I just wouldn't want it in the channel because it would get destroyed. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that that was kind of the first, uh, like my first stab at a uh, doing like skatable, interactive, skatable. And that was for the pilot. Things. Yeah. For he did a pilot for a TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, he didn't get picked up. Not yet. Hopefully, the this TV uh, people. This Let's go. Podcast will get it picked yeah, up. No, That's we, it. Wait, what was it? Wait, shows. what was the name of the pilot? Yeah, Wicked Workshop. We can workshop, yeah. Next it's it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. He's got a little mascot. That's one of his creatures. What? That he like is like a wait. And he talks. Yeah, 
Yeah. Who's talking for him? It's me. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. That's awesome. It's me, yeah. So I'm ta- I'm the only reason I'm talking is because we haven't we didn't have a voice a voice for him yet. So I'm his voice until further notice. But uh but yeah, I'm like talking. It's good though. Your voice is is good. Yeah, like yeah. it it works. If I could do it, I'm down. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Like he was he was actually in the SB commercial. Like we put him in there too. And um and yeah, it's just like me talking to this this dude. And, yeah. <laughs> and then uh and yeah, we filmed this whole pilot here, our whole whole segment here where I'm like uh I'm like sculpting uh the this creature out of clay yeah. on this like little like kind of like fingerboard type thing and then that that creature he's hung over from a you know previous skit that we had in the, in the show and he throws up on it and then the throw up is like magical throw up and it actually <laughs> it starts bubbling and stuff and then it makes this thing into a real obstacle and then we're in here and tony's skating that up. is a great show <laughs> i would watch that show it's good it's good Skating vomit is badass. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, what, what's that dude's name? The um, the creature? Not not the demon, but your... Buzzy. 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 Buzzy tries to drop in. And he gets smoked. He gets he smoked. Straight to the bottom yeah. and his eyeball pops out. <laughs> How is this not picked up yet? That's what I'm saying, dude. That is high level <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Man, I want to watch Buzzy eat I was, shit. I was man. honored to be part of it. It was fun. That is cool. Yeah, so we got... We got... Uh, Buzzy. We got like five episodes ready to go and it's like basically my my whole thing is just i i just want to get like all my friends involved like in this in like you know tv basically yeah but for something cool instead of just like doing like a campbell soup commercial yeah which a lot of my friends do just like weird odd jobs you know yeah we hired like uh some people that i know that are in showbiz like to do like you know, come up with the vomit or like do these practical effects and all, everyone that we had on, on the, on the set where they're like, dude, this is why I got, this is why I went to film school. Yeah, I want to yeah. do like cool shit like this. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm stuck doing this, whatever commercial over here for a cell phone or something. Like I want to do like very cool, but way more edgy, uh, peewee vibes. Yeah. It's so weird that people of the industry love doing it and are super excited to be a part of it. But then somehow big boss is like, no, no, not feeling it. Like, seems like if uh, everybody in, loves it, that's the world of pitching pilots. Right. Though. It's, it's such a, it's, it doesn't make sense how they it's get so discouraging left yeah. and right. But then sometimes it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's cool that you made it because a lot of people will be pitching the pilot to get someone to pay for it, making it. And then that'll go sideways yeah. even if they get the money. But the fact that you just were like, no, I'm making it. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's a, uh, the skate skateboard mentality, yeah. I think. But that's also a, it was like, um, I had like, uh, I was like, say, I was actually like saving up my own money to do this skate park, these skatable sculpture yeah. ideas, trying to figure it out. And just like, dude, I might have to fund this myself. And so I was like putting money to the side and like, dude, I'll, I'll do it myself. That's how, like how much I want to like see it happen. And then, uh, and then, uh, I started getting the idea of doing like a pilot and I was like, man, I'm just gonna, you know, take the money from the, that I was trying to save up for the skate park stuff and put it into this pilot. And we just went for it and did it and, and made it. And, uh, and yeah, I was like, same thing, like, I always go into, like, projects like this. I'm like, as long as I'm, like, psyched on it and, and I'm happy with the product, then if it gets picked up or not, 
cool, but I'm like yeah. happy with myself yeah. that I did it. That would mean a lot being an artist yeah. to do it your way. Yeah. Which in television is very difficult. Yeah. It seems like when you have a really good idea, <laughs> yeah. somebody in TV goes, that's a really good idea. Let me fuck with it. Yeah. And you're like, but you liked my idea. Now it's your shitty oh, idea. Yeah. That seems like that's kind of. But yeah. that's the best way to go about it is making it. That's, that's what um, Sam did with with the doc he did on me. He just right. made it. He didn't. He was trying to wait for someone to buy it or fund it. And he's just like, no, nah, we're just going to do it. But that's he knew that it was worth it. What's before. that? He was. He didn't know. He didn't. I mean, but he believed in it, just like he. Sure. Yeah. In yeah. Yeah. Show. Absolutely. But but the same thing. Like he went pitching it and didn't get any interest. All right. So he's like, no, nah, all right, I'll do it. But I I I still think there's there's potential, a lot of potential with it. Yeah, for sure. So it's gonna I'm, be sick. And the good thing is that I have other stuff going on. I see a lot of people out there who are like, dude, if my show doesn't get picked up, I'm screwed. Yeah. Like I'm not going to make yeah. rent or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? So like, I'm happy that I'm not in that situation. Yeah. And this is, I just did it because I, I love it and I, I want to see it happen and see something cool on the air and get all my friends involved. We'll get you on the next one. Fuck yeah. If you need someone to get punched in the face, that's pretty much all I'm good for. <laughs> I found out. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. We got that for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, just wanna, yeah, just made it and just hyped on making it. You know, that's, that's art the way piece. To do it. Art piece in itself is that thing. That's well, I hope it fucking happens because yeah. I would love to watch that. That sounds cool. What's up, TV execs? Yeah, let's go. That's I just, it. I just realized. Don't listen to me. I'm a guy that has an infected eye from headbutting a the fucking season. cake. You know that my eye is still sore from headbutting the cake on the Patreon show. <laughs> I actually, I actually had to FaceTime Dr. Drew Pensky because I was like, do I have to go to hospital? Because it was getting really swollen. Now it's starting to go down a little bit, but it was a week did you, ago. Did you get uh, antibiotics for it? No. Or like you can, you can get eye drops that are antibiotics. Oh, yeah? Yep. If yeah. you lose your eye from a cake. It's not punk rock. Is it? Borderline. People can call me. I would cake feel face. well. Then I would feel partly responsible too. Yeah, I would. T- I would cake totally cakes. blame you for sure. <laughs> Even though I went and bought the cakes and it was my idea to headbutt them, it, it was. was for the it show. was entertaining though. Yeah, it was entertaining. Hey, Nick, thanks for stopping by, man. Thanks hey, for dri- making the drive. Thanks for having me. Um, the the door is yours until whenever whenever you want to do it. We'll save it. Yeah, I'll come back and definitely take my time and. Uh, Get some stuff on the Fuck board. yeah. I appreciate it. Like and describe. Check out the Patreon show. Lots of content on there. Like Tony being the dumbest person he's ever been. Trying to get on a surfboard with somebody who can't surf who's 210 pounds. Smart guy. You can check that out. Patreon.com slash Hawk versus Wolf. And? Nasty neck face. Nasty neck face. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>